Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. So I didn't get to a fight, all right? I got this, that. Everybody, all right, okay. Um, Skin cancer stuff. Boy, it's the bane of my life. And I got the stupid cold. It's getting better, but it's still, you can hear it. You know, so, and I'm not whining, by the way. I am not a whiner. But I've had nine precancers cut off my body. And this morning at about 7.10 a.m., I had four more. Oh, it was unbelievable. Not that painful, but it's the trauma, you know? Even the terror dog, Holly the terror dog, when I came back, felt sorry for me. It was following me around the house. But anyway, I'm going to tell you about uh, this procedure because... You yourself have to go to the dermatologist. If you're over 50, uh, you got to go. And it will save your life if you do. So politics is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Okay, so nobody's surprised, right? Everybody knew Trump was going to win the Iowa caucus. We have the stats in a moment. Uh, It's MAGA territory out there. Republicans in Iowa are very conservative. A lot of evangelicals. I knew from the jump that Donald Trump had no problem there. He knew he didn't even spend a lot of money uh, that he was going to win. But does it matter? Uh, I've got an expert. We'll talk about that. So the Wall Street Journal, which is a conservative editorial page, and they despise Joe Biden. They know how much he's hurting the country. They don't like Trump, the Wall Street Journal. Okay. And so they are calling just about an hour ago for DeSantis to get out of the race because the Wall Street Journal wants Nikki Haley to go mano a mano with Donald Trump and hopefully derail Trump. So Haley would be the nominee. uh, Polling shows that Haley could beat Joe Biden fairly handily. So that's what the Wall Street Journal wants. Now, um... It's an interesting saga about Ron DeSantis. In the beginning, he was pretty strong. Um, He uh, runs the state of Florida very well, with the exception of the insane book uh, situation we told you about this week, where John Grisham, Stephen King, Bill O'Reilly, 
the biggest sellers in the country, have had their books removed from a county because it is law that DeSantis signed, and, and DeSantis MIA. You want to hear about it, which is very telling. Um, but anyway, DeSantis um, had a chance to go up against Trump, and it didn't work out. And I'll tell you why in a moment. Trump himself does not fear Nikki Haley one-on-one. He doesn't. And he doesn't have much of regard for Ron DeSantis. But last night, after the results were announced, here's what the former president said. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a, good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. And uh, I think they both actually did very well. I really do. Ron and Nikki, we're all having a good time. Anybody buy that? Anybody? I, I actually laughed when he said, I, I said, oh, yeah. So this is the gracious Donald Trump, the winner. Okay. Does it matter? No, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So last night, uh, Trump got 51% of the vote, DeSantis 21%, Haley 19. Um, about 110,000 votes were cast. Um, Ramaswamy immediately uh, got out of the race and he endorses Trump. Um, Haley goes to New Hampshire, pretty good shape. She's got 12 million bucks uh, in her treasury and she'll get more. And New Hampshire's a, a friendly place for her. I don't know, DeSantis, he doesn't even go to New Hampshire today. He goes to South Carolina because he knows he's going to get waxed in New Hampshire. Um, but it looks to me like DeSantis is going to try to hang until South Carolina. Um, okay, I mean, it's his, it's his uh, call. So I was on News Nation last night analyzing uh the returns for Iowa. And here's what I said about the DeSantis campaign. Go. There was never any doubt in my mind that Trump would win the MAGA people in Iowa. I mean, it's his place. And you add to that the fact that Ron DeSantis, who had a shot, is probably the worst campaigner since um, Herbert Hoover. I put him on a level with Herb. He's a terrible campaigner, DeSantis. He's awful. He's stiff. He doesn't look like he cares about the folks. Um, he can't get his message across without repeating himself 15 times. He's boring. And in this day and age, you can't be boring. And that'll be the best analysis you get of the Ron DeSantis campaign. Now, to be fair, and I always want to be fair, it's very difficult to campaign on a national level against a monster like Donald Trump. Trump is an entertainer, okay? He's steeped in that. He knows how to do that, and he loves it. Trump loves to get up there and rile the crowd. He's a populist. The more feedback he gets from the audience, the more outrageous things he said, and they're yelling, they're screaming, I mean, I did four shows with him. I know. He loves it, Donald Trump. That's why he says crazy things, to get a reaction from the crowd. It's not like he's thinking about repercussions of what he says. He's not. He just wants to get the crowd riled up. 
And I know that because I, you know, I know the guy as well as anybody does. DeSantis does not like the public part of campaigning. And that's just his personality. But he's up against this tremendous charismatic figure, Trump. And he just gets wiped out because he, he just doesn't look like he's having a good time. So when Trump says Nikki and Ron were all having a good time, Ron's not having a good time. Nikki may be. She's a little more um, comfortable in the uh, campaign mode. But that's what killed DeSantis. Um, and Trump's message is not only I ran the country well, and you know by if you watch this program that I believe that for four years, but if you put me back there, I'm going to go after these woke DEI, open border, uh, far left progressive, George Soros movement. I'm going after them. That separates him from Haley and DeSantis. And MAGA people want that. And that's the truth. All right, so what happens now? So Trump segues over to New Hampshire, not a friendly place for him. New Hampshire's primary is a week from tonight. They set it up so that if you are a registered independent in New Hampshire, you can vote for anybody. You can become a registered independent when you go to the poll. You don't have to register in advance. Did you know that? You just walk in next Tuesday night and go, look, I'm a Democrat on the rolls, but I'm changing. And they go, okay. So the primary is going to be flooded with Democrats who vote for Haley because they hate Trump. This is already underway. People are being visited and told exactly what to do. Okay? Big money pouring into New Hampshire to get the Democrats to vote for Haley and injure Trump. That is a key to the New Hampshire primary, and you should understand what is going on up there. Tomorrow, I'm going to tell you a story about when I was in New Hampshire with Barack Obama, the first time he ran against John McCain. Remind me, producers, please put that on a, a lift tomorrow. It's a great story. Might even have some video of it. Um, but anyway, Haley knows that she is going to have a big advantage in New Hampshire. And the press is salivating because they want the story to be, here comes Nikki Haley, she's going to knock Trump off. And that, that story will happen. Because it, it's inconceivable to me, knowing the Granite State the way I do, live free or die, beautiful state. Um, it's inconceivable that Trump is going to do what he did in Iowa. He'll win New Hampshire, I think, but it's not going to be small. Then they go to South Carolina. That's MAGA country. And that's the memo. Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free 
online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course, gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu slash bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu slash bill to register. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right, let's bring in another point of view. Uh, Dr. Bob Beatty teaches political science. He's the chairman of the department at Washburn University in Topeka, Kansas, from where he joins us now. All right, my analysis, do you differ anywhere from it? Not really. I, I think you're, you're right about DeSantis. Uh, he had, he had a, a chance to make this a, a really interesting race. Obviously, he could have captured uh, some MAGA people. He could have captured evangelicals. And I went up to Iowa to check him out right away because he, he had a lot of buzz. And um, he's not a great campaigner. Uh, his smile is more of a grimace, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, he brought his wife, and I think that was pretty pointed because she actually was more popular at some of the events. And uh, he just didn't connect with Iowans, but that happens. That's what Iowa does. Fred Thompson, that same thing happened to Fred Thompson. Scott Walker was the big one. Uh, both of them didn't connect with Iowan. So I think it's a little surprising that there was this opening and he never was able to capture. I was also surprised that Nikki Haley um, wasn't able to continue with sort of the momentum she had. She could have done better. Uh, there are more moderate Republicans in Iowa uh, then showed up. The turnout was low. I know the, the weather wasn't good, but the Iowans kept telling us we're Iowans, we don't care. And I kind of believe them. So those moderate Republicans, those suburban Republicans, they're probably for her. Uh, and they decided not to caucus. Um, so I was a little surprised. I kind of thought she might get, was going to get second. Okay. But it really doesn't matter for Nikki Haley because Iowa was never going to be her um, stand. It was always going to be New Hampshire. 
And Haley didn't spend that much money. She marshaled her money um, for New Hampshire and South Carolina. I don't think Haley comes out of Iowa damaged. Do you? I think a little bit. I, I think at the end there, um, there was the thought that she could get second. And, you know, the expectations game, you get a lot more uh, attention. You get a lot more momentum and buzz. Uh, saying, hey, we, we came in second, we're moving on New Hampshire. I think it dulled a little bit uh, her momentum going into New Hampshire. Rick Santorum, of course, famously didn't get the benefit of a victory on, on uh, Iowa caucus night. And he's, I don't know if he's right, but he always argued that really hurt me. She just didn't get to go up there and say, you know, we got second. So I, I, I think uh, maybe they shouldn't have been uh, expecting to do it, but I got the sense that um, the Haley campaign and, and and the media was sort of poised for this as well to, to, to yeah, make a big they deal. Were. Sure, but as a, an analyst like you are, I never thought Nikki Haley was going to get the MAGA people to consider her. No. Okay? No. No, she, no. And she divided the vote with DeSantis, the anti-Trump vote. And so I knew that the, no, nobody was, you know, it's going to be equal in this and that. Now, on to uh, New Hampshire. So this becomes more of a media play than an actual um, discernment of what Republicans in New Hampshire want. Correct? That's correct. I mean, in some ways, New Hampshire's more like maybe a general election, because yeah. uh, as you're right. You have independents, you have Democrats saying, hey, let's we can get in on this. Right. There's no, uh, there's uh, no Democratic primary. I, so, I just yeah. want to make one quick point. Biden's not on the ballot. Biden That's didn't right. even file. Okay, so there's nobody to vote for except Republicans. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, there, there is a second, I can't even remember the guy's name. He's a congressman uh, run, running against- yeah. yeah, Dean Phillips. Right. Yeah. But Biden's not even on the ballot. So, you know, when you look at New Hampshire, and this is not going to be framed by the press at all, it's not really a Republican primary there. It's I hate Trump or I love Trump. That's it. it it's an open primary. That's right. Uh, there used to be more open primaries. And of course, John McCain loved open primaries. Uh and it's but it's, it fits into Haley's entire argument that she she can beat Biden easily, and but it doesn't help her in a Republican primary race, especially on Super Tuesday with a bunch of Southern states. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. How much does New Hampshire really help her? She, uh, she, I would say, she needs to win, and even then, it's kind of tainted because. Again, it's not really a Republican primary. Yeah, I don't think she's going to win. I think she'll be close. But you know, uh, doctor, that even if she's close, the press is going to run wild with it. And I'm not sure the press helps um, Biden and the anti-Trump people anymore because the trust in the American media is so low. And it actually, the more they hate Trump, the stronger Trump gets. And so Haley goes down to our home state of South Carolina. And I said last night on News Nation, when Haley left South Carolina and the governorship there, she was not that popular. She did a lot of good things to the state, bringing Boeing in, creating jobs and infrastructure. But there wasn't a lot of tears when she walked out of Columbia, South Carolina. And so when people think that she's a hometown gal, 
going to overwhelm Trump in a MAGA state, they're in, they're delusional. Trump will win South Carolina. Well, well yeah, but how ironic is it that uh, DeSantis is keeping his campaign alive? Yeah, that's it. By going to South Carolina. Uh, so, so Haley's going to go to New Hampshire, and if she does well there, then she's got to go to it sounds like it could be a good thing. Oh, great, go to your home state. No, DeSantis is, is very likely could be more popular than Haley in South Carolina. And that you would think that would spell the end that, of it. That campaign. would sink Haley. That would absolutely sink her. That's why the Wall Street Journal called today for DeSantis to get out. They don't want him hurting Haley against Trump. Last word. Well, I, I actually, I, I'll stick with what I was saying. I thought that, First of all, less than 5% chance, which is not great that DeSantis or Haley would, would somehow defeat Trump. But of that 5%, I thought the only real chance for Haley was to come in second in Iowa and do better than she did. And she spent uh, $37 million in TV ads, was there quite a bit, and she still could not get those uh, non-Trump voters that she needed to show up. That's a good point. Thank you, Dr. Really appreciate it. Say hello to everybody at Washburn for me. Okay. Uh, north of the border in Canada, they hate Trump. Why? Because the Canadian uh, media, uh, which is different than America, the CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, runs out of the government in Ottawa. They hate him because Justin hates him, Justin Trudeau. Um, so the media in Canada is very, very anti-Trump. New poll out of there, Angus Reid Institute. All right, 1,500 Canadians. Here is the first question. U.S. democracy cannot survive another four years of Donald Trump. Agree, 64% disagree, 28. So uh, we're not going to be a democracy anymore, according to the Canadians, if Trump wins. That's bad news for you guys up there. Uh, second question. The USA is on its way to becoming an authoritarian state. Agree 49, disagree 26. Wow. Um, finally, considering the same scenarios for this year's presidential race, which winner do you think would be better for Canada? Biden better 64, Trump better 15. Um, now, if you guys in Canada think that Joe Biden is benefiting you because you got the same inflation we got, you have the same chaos overseas that we have down here. I mean, I'm just staggered. Do you not realize, Canadians, that we are carrying a $34 trillion debt down here? And that if the U.S. dollar tanks, the Canadian dollar vanishes. Okay? If our economy goes into recession, you guys are hosed. You're attached to us. And there's nothing you can do about it. Because we are your primary trade partner. And the commerce is back and forth. This is just insane, this poll. Now... I've been to Canada, I can't even count it as many times. I don't see any difference between Canadians and Americans. I know I'm going to get letters on that, but it's the same lifestyle, all right? And how you could just be so far out there 
on this political question. I don't know. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed-upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield Protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, this is the story of the day. You ready for the story of the day? All right. So last week, Newsweek magazine, it used to be big, huge. Now it doesn't even publish. It's on internet, newsweek.com. They run an article saying, with my picture, okay, that two of my books have been banned in S. Cambia County, Florida. Throw the map up there. On the radio, it is in the northwest part of the state. Pensacola is the county seat. All right? S. Cambia County. The school district there has removed Killing Jesus and killing Reagan from the shelves, along with an Anne Frank book, John Grisham, Stephen King, and 1,500 other books. Gone. Vanished. This is the biggest book purge I've ever seen in this country. So, I give an interview to Newsweek. We have it on BillOReilly.com. 
But I'm trying to figure out what the deuce is going on here. What, what is this? So you'll remember on July 1st, 2023, Governor DeSantis signed into law Florida House Bill 1069, which forbade inappropriate sexual material in books for school children. And that was a good law. But it wasn't specific enough. Because there's no doubt that some Florida school districts were pumping in books that were inappropriate for five to 10 year olds, but not killing Jesus, not killing Reagan, not Stephen King, not John Grisham, not Anne Frank. So what happens in all of these laws is that the people who are empowered, the librarians, they go crazy. They're loons. This book and that book and this guy. I'm still, I'm, I'm just flabbergasted. Now, last week, a federal judge okayed a lawsuit against this county. And it's going to be heard in federal court because they're that out of control. Again, it's S. Cambia County. All right? So we started to do some investigating. Obviously, there's an abuse of power going on. And we got the usual runaround. But we did get a woman named Julia Friedland, the deputy press secretary for Ron DeSantis. Okay, there's Julia. Now, I knew that Julia was going to be snooty, arrogant, and dismissive. I knew that. Because I know how the DeSantis office operates in Tallahassee. If you don't kiss DeSantis's ring, they get snippy. And it's exactly what Julia did. It's basically told us to go F off. Okay. So DeSantis did not issue any kind of a comment at all. Now, how does this affect the overall presidential run? I've never been a DeSantis fan. You know that. I haven't badmouthed him at all. I've covered him fairly. But he doesn't have it. In my opinion, my humble opinion, he's not going to be president. Maybe he'll learn a lot of lessons and he'll come back, but not this time around. I wouldn't vote for DeSantis. There's no way I'd vote for him. I just don't think he is at the caliber of what we need now in America. This is outrageous. He should know that. He should come out and say, as governor of Florida, I'm not going to sanction this. That's what Ron DeSantis should do. But he won't do it. And that says a lot about Governor DeSantis. Joining us now is Reagan Miller. She is in Tampa, Florida. She is a director of development for the Florida Freedom to Read Project, who, uh, and they keep an eye on this kind of a abuse of the new law. First of all, I supported the new law. I'm sure you read that in the Newsweek magazine article. I, I did believe that the state has an obligation to protect school children from crazy far-left zealots uh, who want to bring these materials into the classroom. I support that. But now we have crazy far-right zealots who want to do the Nazi thing and drag all these books out of the classroom. But I can't figure out why you would pick killing Jesus and killing Reagan. Any idea? Right. 
No, I have a good idea. Um, you know, as you referenced, House Bill 1069 came out, was signed into law. And, um, you know, this this particular school district, Escambia County, is, is a very conservative school district. And there was a in June, they had an emergency order that said, hey, we're going to look, we're going to go ahead with pressure from the community. Because if you look at this particular county, one of the most, um, they have more challenges than many counties around the state. And it's from one particular individual. And so, you know, they took the more conservative approach that we're going to look through our whole, you know, all of our libraries, which is fine. Um, but what they, you know, then did is this Department of Education, as you referenced, um, Governor DeSantis, um, they came out and issued a memorandum on October 13th, 2023, to all the school districts and said that any materials in a classroom made available in a school or classroom library or included on a reading list may not contain content that depicts or describes sexual conduct. And so this, so um, Escambia County went further and said, okay, and as we're reviewing this, we want you to go through your entire library. And let's keep in mind that the libraries were completely closed when the school year started. And they said, go through whole, you know, different um, review sources like um, Goodreads or Amazon, you know, crowdsourced book reviews, and if books have sexual conduct in them, then let's pull them for further review. And that's how all of these books, including your books, were pulled for further review. So, you know, we have 1,600 unique titles that were pulled, and so far only 100 have made it back on the shelves. Okay, but so, well, let me stop you there. Sure. There's no sexual content in either Killing Jesus or Killing Reagan. There's no descriptions, there's nothing about it. It's not and, even close. So what is this really all about? Is it politics? They don't like the books? What? <laughs> Um, so I, if you look at this, if you look at how this checklist reads, it says go to, like in Goodreads, we were able to very easily pull up that it says in your book, Killing Reagan, for example, that he likes his feet rubbed and extramarital affairs. And that potentially meets the definition of sexual conduct. But that's, uh, that is in stone history. That, that's history. Right. That would be like saying you can't have a book on Henry VIII because he had eight wives. Well, right? you saw they pulled they pulled the dictionary in the same county. I know that, but right. here it it's straight down the line. Ronald Reagan had a few extramarital affairs when he was married right. to Jane Wyman. All right, but mm -hmm. there was no description of that, other than I guess the feet thing. But that's come on. Um, and then killing Jesus. Somebody said to me, well, it was because you described Mary Magdalene as working right. in, a, in a town that featured a lot of brothels. Again, that's history. Is that what and, it was? Well, they, well, that's what we believe based on the reviews that we saw. But you, you know, our Department of Education has sent out media specialist training, and what they've told them is to err on the side of caution. So I believe that's what's happening in this case. They're erring on the side of caution. But then everybody, you couldn't have any history book. There'd be no history I, books. You and I are on the same side. Like, but I are, you, are you of the fact, are you of the opinion, <laughs> excuse me, are you of the opinion that this law should be repealed altogether? Because I am calling for the law to be far more specific. I would like the Department of Education to issue additional clarification. 
So yes, I mean, we agree that things that are harmful to minors absolutely do not belong um, in our yeah. schools. Okay, good. I'm glad. That's, I mean, my books are not but, harmful to minors in any way, shape or form. Now here, here's an interesting question. Why not review the books, but don't haul them off the shelves? I mean, just keep them on the shelves. Then you do your review. And if there's something right. in there that's objectionable, you explain to the people of the county what's objectionable and why you're taking it off. Not just take it off first. That's insane. I mean, I, I personally agree with you. I would like to see books stay on the shelves, but I think that this is, you know, I think this is a significant cost to the districts. I think it's a waste of time, resources, um, you know, to even really conduct this review. And they're going to lose in court. They're going to lose um, in oh, the, federal, the court. federal court case. Yes. And, and they're going to have to pay all of those legal fees. State of Florida mm -hmm. will. And they're going to lose and they're going to be embarrassed. Final question. Do you know DeSantis at all? I, I mean, I, as I said, I didn't think he was going to do anything. He's not that kind of guy. He's like right. my way or the highway. And I sign the bill. So everything in the bill is fine. He's, he's not a reasonable guy, in my opinion. All right. Right. But were you surprised that he did that, that he wouldn't take, wouldn't comment on it? All he has to do is go, you know, it's a little bit, a little bit much. So we're going to tweak our policy here. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be the logical thing to do? Yes, that would absolutely be the logical thing to do. So are you surprised he didn't do it? No. Why? Uh, he has a history of doing that. You think he's a totalitarian? I don't, I'm not going to call him names, but, you know, I, I. Well, this is what I, they do in yes. totalitarian countries. That's what they do. They haul off any, any books they don't like. Um, and they, you know, I, I'm just shocked about the whole thing. Okay. If people want to help you follow the freedom to read project, uh, how can they, uh, get with you, Reagan? Oh, yes, please check out our website. It's fftrp.org or follow us on social media at flfreedomread. Um, and we would love to hear your feedback, what you're hearing, you know, in your counties, districts, and, you know, let us know your thoughts. All right, Argan, thanks very much. We appreciate it very much. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fanny Willis. All right. Remember the Bee Gees? Fanny, be tender with my love. Well, Fanny, I guess it's tender with her love because she's had a big affair uh, with her top uh, prosecutor, Nathan Wade. So uh, maybe they play the BG song. I don't know. Um, but Fanny, um, yesterday, Trump's lawyer said, hey, 
We need to know why your boyfriend, Nathan Wade, being paid up to $100,000, was in Washington, was at the White House. I'm sorry, Wade, a million dollars, not a hundred thousand, a million dollars up to that with expenses and salary to go after Trump. Well, what were you doing in the White House twice? So the Trump people smartly, I, they listened to this program and I suggested they do it, filed a 68 page document saying, you got to explain this. It's a local prosecution, Fulton County, Atlanta, Georgia. What the, what the deuce are you doing up in the White House? Right? Now, you would think that Governor Brian Kemp, Republican, he doesn't like Trump, um, would have suspended or doing something, but he's in Davos, Kemp. And he said, oh, I'm deeply troubled, but he's not doing anything. And you got to do something, Governor. I don't care where you are. This is as corrupt as I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of corruption in this country. So that's your Fanny update. We'll try to do a Fanny update every day because this is so bad. It's not hard to understand. Okay, smart life. So I told you that when I got my car insurance premium bill, I went to the agent who I've been using for 30 years. I said, what are you doing? You're about doubling my bill. For what? And he didn't have an answer. So I fired him. Okay, you're fired. I'm not going to do that. And so then I put a search out for a better car insurance rate, which I got. Now, there's a site that you, and, and this is why you should always watch and listen to the No Spin News with a pen and paper. Because I know what you're going to do. You're going to hear me, and then you're going to forget, and then you're going to write to me, and I don't have time for that. Okay, I'm going to give you a website, which is a good website, where you can lower a lot of your insurance costs. All right? One caveat, we don't recommend any insurance companies here. Not going to do that. You have to do your own research on it. Same thing with health insurance. I'm, I'm getting a battle today because I told you yesterday I had this stuff taken off my face the skin cancer, pre-cancer stuff, insurance company, health insurance company, I don't want to pay for it. Come on, what are you doing? I could die. Now, I'll get it. They'll, they'll finally do it. But they don't care whether you live or die, these insurance companies. They don't care. This is the worst part of capitalism. They want your money, but then if you've got to get treatment to keep yourself alive, no, we don't want to pay anything. This, it's that, they are, you know, you know the game. Okay, so the website we want you to check out is policygenius, one word, policygenius.com. Easy, policygenius.com. Go there, and it's a marketplace, an insurance marketplace. Now, you're absolutely insane if you're paying these big companies price rises, because they're gouging. They don't have any COVID expenses. They don't have any of that. They're just piling on because Biden has uh, lighted the fuse for inflation. There we come. You're crazy doing that. So go to policygenius.com, but you have to do the research. 
have to do it. And finally, if you are a BillOReilly.com premium or concierge member, you can get transcripts of any show you want. And it has all the smart life tips. This is a really good smart life tip that no one else will tell you about. So I hope you appreciate it. And I hope you check it. It will save you money. New Jersey. Now, I used to live in New Jersey. and My mother, born and raised in New Jersey. Over the years, Trenton has lost its way. And the state... You know, anyway, now they want to legalize psychedelic mushrooms, hallucinogenic, magic mushrooms. Why? Why? So kids can get them? I mean, they legalize pot in New York and every street in Manhattan, you got people smoking pot. You got kids before school. I'm talking 12, 11-year-old kids getting high before school. It's everywhere. I told you this was going to happen. Now you want to hallucinogenic mushrooms? Why? But Jersey's got the bill. Hey, here we go. Bill 2283. Okay, you guys in Jersey, you know, you keep electing these far-left loons. That's what you're going to get. Okay, final thought of the day, as I told you up top of the program. And by the way, this is not a podcast. This is a broadcast. I mean, nuts. This is structured like any broadcast, news broadcast you would see anywhere. Podcasts, they kind of sit around in sweaters and the coffee. Oh, we do. All right. Um, So 6.45 a.m., This morning, snowing, I'm in the dermatologist's office. Good guy, excellent doctor. And he puts me under the lights, right? So far, before today, I had nine skin cancer, pre, they call it pre-cancers, removed. So now I have 13, because I had four today. My father died from melanoma, age 62. And my philosophy is you don't fight DNA. Get some in your family, your bloodline, you got to pay attention to that. You got to be proactive to that. Okay, I'm in. I know it's going to be an ordeal. And I got a cold. So there he is, and he's going, oh, oh, oh. And I, that's always bad news. So here we go, white hair. We got over here. We got another one on my face, but the makeup artist is so good you can't see it. And then on my ankle, got a big one. Okay, I don't care about the eyeliner. I'm very vain. Um, But my point is that you have to go to the dermatologist. I mean, the stats are every, um, it's not, the American Cancer Society puts out stats. And it says about 5.4 million squamous cells are removed from people every year in America. That's a lot. And most people don't even bother with it. And then they get, you got to go in and this and that. And you got to do it. All right, I'm fair, blue eyes. If you're in that zone, then you got to do it now. All right, if you're a little darker and all of that, you have an advantage. But I'm telling you, don't play around with this stuff. The sun is very intense, particularly you guys live in Arizona and Texas and Florida and down south. The sun is crazy. And I'm not a sun guy. 
The problem with me was I was a lifeguard in my teenage years. And I played baseball and football, and the football, you had the helmet, but I was always out there in the sun. And boom. So anyway, I don't, we need you. We need you around. Go to the dermatologist. Thanks for watching and listening to the No Spin News. See you tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.